welcome to the Amateur Skeptics Podcast, number 68, Atheism Plus. Uh, joining me this evening is, uh, he's back again, Michael Clifton. Yay! Yay! And, uh, of course, um, is Mac. I'm here. You're here. Not to mention Kimberly. Hey, everybody. And, irregardless, Ian is still here. That's not, that's not a word. Is that what you said? It's not a word. It's not. I know it's not. And oh, our extra special guest tonight is Becky Hale. Becky, introduce yourself, please. Hi, I'm Becky Hale. I'm um, half owner of Evolve Fish, president of the Colorado Springs Freethinkers, and vice president of the American Humanist Association. There we go. So we brought on somebody with real respect today. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Let's have our announcements, Kimberly and, and Michael, both of you. Okay, I'll go ahead and start. Michael, pick in when it's yours. Um, Tuesday the 18th, there's going to be a social at the Vine Street Pub with the Denver Atheist. Wednesday has 60 Minutes in Space at the Denver Museum of Nature and Science. The next night on Thursday is the Science Lounge, Whiskey the West. Friday, uh, we've got a hike in Denver for the Autumnal Equinox. And it Same looks like day, Friday, a we've night. got a uh, movie night in Colorado Springs for the Pikes Peak Skeptic Society. Great. On Saturday the 22nd, Humanists on the Moves are doing disc golf, uh, frisbee golf, which should be a lot of fun. And then Sunday morning, we have Secular Sunday's Brunch with the Pikes Peak Skeptic Society. Thursday, September 27th, the Mile High Skeptics are not hosting but are participating in Light the Walk. I, uh... I promised I'd get more information on that, and I didn't. Friday, September 28th, at back at the museum, there's the Bacchus Rockus party in Pompeii. And on Saturday, September 29th, the Freethinkers of Colorado Springs are having a camp out, but it's actually 15 miles west of Boulder, if you'd like to check that out. And also the next day, on Sunday, September 30th, there's a Roy Zimmerman concert at the High Plains Unitarian Universalist Church here in Colorado Springs. Awesome. Did he, he played a couple of months ago, too, I think, right? Yes, Down he there? did. He's back for every swing state. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, going into October on the 2nd at the museum, there's a presentation on volcanoes on the verge. On the 3rd, the Boulder Atheists are doing History of Marriage in their atheist classroom. On October 6th, and prevalent to what we're talking about tonight, the We Are Women March is going on in Civic Center Park. Uh, CoCor and I believe the Boulder Atheists, too, are trying to get some people together for that. Sunday, October 14th, is uh, Christians Unpacking Atheism uh, at a church. It's it's the Christians telling us what we think of atheism is. Uh, should be really interesting. And unfortunately, I just found out I'm going to be conflicted because Humanists of Colorado's monthly meeting is the same night. On Thursday the 18th, again at the uh, Denver Museum, is the Science Lounge. Uh, the theme on that one is going to be Superheroes Assemble. Last time, Ian, you talked about Mile High Con. You want to speak a little bit there? Every time, um, October 19th, 20th, 21st, I will be there. And I will be handing out our super collectible exclusive business cards. If you haven't oh. seen them yet, they're cool looking. I'll have a bunch with me. You can start collecting them. There's so many ways I mean, to win. It's great. <laughs> and lastly, we have Wednesday, October 24th, Mikey Weinstein from the Military Religious Freedom Foundation will be speaking at UCCS in Colorado Springs. And there's also the very strong rumor still, Richard Dawkins will be in the state from October 14th to October 16th. And in future shows, we'll have more information on that. All right. It's one of our podcast dates. We should see if we can get him live on a podcast. That'd be awesome. <laughs> to be easy. So uh, how's everybody doing? Well, right. my announcements on one of my good things. You know, I'm still getting writing published. Um, I know last year, a year before I announced last time I was in the 50th. 
Yes. And once more stories in the 5th D again, it'll be up for the next few months. Um, 5th D is a free online easing, so go check out the stories all free. I'd love if you voted for me. I always love um, getting best of, because if you win best of, you actually get republished, which is cool. The voting so, for that is through Facebook? Was that the way it was last year? No. Oh, okay, that was something else. Yeah, hmm. it's an email. You, you go to the site, they have a whole email form to fill out to... Okay. Oh. And I published the ninth, the ninth edition of my own, or the ninth episode of my own podcast, which is on media. This particular episode was on Battleship. On Battleship, huh? Yep. I've got to go back, and uh, I, I haven't watched the movie yet. I've only read the books for um, Hunger oh. Games, but I, but I know you did a podcast on that. And so yeah. I'm, I, I... You better not bring that up, or else Ian's gonna. Well, from what I, from what Ian said, I agree with Ian. <laughs> About the makeup, yeah, it made a lot of sense the way that they did the makeup. But I haven't yeah, seen but it. If you start us off, that's what we're that's what we're going to be no, talking about. No, no, about we won't do that. No, we were at Elitch's all day yesterday. Yeah, so me and Brian had a lot of time to talk. Yeah, we had a good time. But I also, you know, I realized just how old I am every time I go to Elitch's. Yeah. You know, because like we're like the kids want to go on Disaster Canyon, and Ian, uh, Sarah, and I are all like, no, we don't want to get wet. We don't want to get wet. And and then of course you know when I was a teenager looking at all the girls and their skimpy little things it's like ooh yeah and now as a, as a as a parent and adult of you know a father of three three girls I'm going do those parents know what they're wearing <laughs> yeah that, uh, that that officially marks you old right yes there. it does doesn't it well and Sarah did it she's like listen we're old we don't want to get wet you guys go ride. <laughs> <laughs> And yes. I was having some issues, so that limited me on my rides. Yeah. We have lost Becky. Oh, have no. we? Yeah. Well, Hopefully she'll be back. Good news is that uh, they, uh, the baby, Tango, who is going through Conyer adolescence, has settled down. And so I'm actually keeping a little bit more of my blood inside my body than I was. <laughs> okay. He's not biting you as much? Not nearly. Wow. He, hey, he's a sweet-natured bird. He just got really, really persnickety for like a week and a half. Hmm. Must have been molting. No, it wasn't any molt, or at least no no apparent molt no involved. Apparent molting. I think it was. I think it was. Uh, according to information that I've looked up, it looks like it was. You know, he's about ten months old, and when ten months hit, that is when Conyers tend to go through the terrible twos. Sure. All right. All right. So, um, Michael, do we want to try and get her back? Yeah. Uh, just dial it back. I don't um, see her on here. Here, I'll, I'll you bring see her? her up again, so that you can. Really? Because I don't see her on here. I just brought her up. Skype, so you can hit dial, but she's well, not online. That's what I'm saying. She's not online um, because she's on my Skype. All right. Well, let's move on. Let's talk about the creationism stuff first, and then we'll see. And then we'll um, we'll see if we can get Becky back. So the creationists let's talk go. Talk about the Dr. Pepper stuff. First. Yeah, let's talk about the. What That'll is... give her time to get back. Okay. Yeah. That, that yeah, that's what I want to do. So uh, uh, take it away, Ian. Okay. Well, this is more or less breaking news. It's really um, just a couple days old, which is really cool when we're doing a podcast and actually something this fresh. But Dr. Pepper on Facebook, a new little advertising thing that basically shows an ape and says pre-Pepper. Then you have basically your Neanderthal level Pepper discovery where you're standing up to the rock and about to grab Dr. Pepper. Then you have post-Pepper, which is modern man sitting there drinking the pepper. And it says evolution of flavor. Well, apparently, um, the creationists really took offense to this. Apparently so. Really? Um, if you read some of the comments, if anyone didn't get it before, I will never again drink Dr. Pepper. In fact, I will shoplift some and pour it on the ground. Take that, Theus. I did not like it before, but this is just wrong. The children will grow up to be stupid if they're surrounded by this kind of media. Hold on a second. <laughs> the whole shoplift and throw it on the ground 
punishes the store but makes Dr. Pepper's sales look good. Yeah, it's you know, but, but you, you get this, right? That <laughs> that the store loses the money, but to them they still have to restock Dr. Pepper. So they have to pay for more Dr. Pepper. Well, it costs the store money if somebody shoplifts it. I mean that that's that's it doesn't yeah, cost bad. Dr. But I'm saying it it costs the store money, but it doesn't hurt the Pepsi Corporation. All right. All right I was sorry. saying that it doesn't hurt the Pepsi Corporation at all. No, but it hurts the right. stores where they choose to shoplift. It does. It's one of those stupid things being said for no good reason. But the publicity doesn't hurt them either. I mean, quite frankly, if no, they keep their mouth shut. Them a lot. The, the, the next one, which is the one, uh, you know, this is silly. I agree with Joe that this is showing that theory of man evolving from apes, and I have lost all respect for Dr. Pepper. And if Dr. Pepper wants business to thousands of people, they will need to apologize. I have connection with colleges that they carry them, and they will quit selling Dr. Pepper at the college, apologize with 24 hours, or you will have lost a lot of customers. Here's the thing that I don't get is that this is clearly not a a promotion for evolution. No. It's using no. evolution and it's using, you know, the, the, you know, the, the evolution model to, to, to make a clever pun on the evolution of flavor. It, yeah. it really does not promote evolution in any way, um, that I would like it to be promoted for, you know, I mean, it's, it's a cute little advertisement. Right. And it, it, it's it does kind of take evolution as an understood fact, I, I would it does. say. Cause yeah. I mean, if you don't get what evolution you know that that classic image from evolution, then you wouldn't get what it's talking about. That's but, true. Yeah, I just I just think it's hysterical that they're they have this much time on their hands. But don't you have I to go agree. out of your well, way to be offended by this? I haven't been able to read through all the thousand comments. Yeah. But you know, it's currently I, I think it's like double that now. You know, when this article came out, it said three thousand five hundred comments. I think it's about double. Yeah. I like the way that Kim Kimberly uh, described it as an understood fact because it's not something that you believe or not. It's really something that you either understand it or you don't. True. Yeah, good point. I, I, I think it's really ironic just in light of other current events going on where we have fundamentalist Muslims in this case reacting over another thing that they are apparently completely offended about and people are dying. And I mean, it, it. this is like a ridiculous joke of a protest, but it's the exact same feelings and and craziness that's going on over in these other countries and people are losing their lives over. Yeah. So, I mean, while it's a joke, this is no joke. Anybody who is offended this easily and if their beliefs are this fragile, they're dangerous. Yes. Well, I, I will I, say I this. I believe that the, the, the movie uh, Innocence of the Muslims was actually just uh, something easy to, to blame things on because it was just translated into uh, Arabic and, and, and they, they got offended by that. But we just had something where we took out Al-Qaeda's number two guy. And it very well could be that these were retaliation for that as well. Yeah, I heard you know, that. It, but the Danish cartoons incident actually is very much like this uh, Dr. Pepper evolution thing, where like if they can have riots over there when they're that offended, we could you know have riots here. Yeah, but we also need to remember that it's it's a small minority of them. Yep. Right. It's not the majority that that are doing this, and we're seeing all over. The, you know, these these people holding up these signs saying, "This is you know, <laughs> this violence is not representative of my you know of my religion." Yeah. Let me let me chime in with this. If we've got a large number number of people boycotting Dr Pepper, maybe they'll be boycotting other soft drinks, and you know, maybe they'll put off having diabetes for a few months. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Just gotta stage it out a little ways. Less oh, tax yeah. burden for the rest of us. All right. Um, Becky, did you try to say something when we walked over you? 
Uh, about the Dr. Pepper issue? No. Okay. All right. Thank you, guys. You're covering it fine. Okay. We have your approval. We're outrageous. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anything more or ready to move on? Are they implying that Dr. Pepper improves your posture? They, they Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> All right. All right. So. It could improve something. I heard it has prunes in it. No, nah, that's, that's a myth. It's interesting, though, that none of them have claimed about that financial services. I think it might be Fidelity or one of them anyway, that has the people spinning out of control at the end of the world. And if the world doesn't end, you still need a retirement plan. I have not seen, seen that, that one. No. No. Oh, well, we'll nobody's complaining about I, that. Hmm. All right. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and uh, I, I, it's we, we've got. Humanism. We've got secular humanism. We got feminism. We've got what else? We got what? What other labels we have for people and their social issues? Um, Antagonism. And <laughs> thank you. That's what I represent. So now we have atheism plus, and this is a conversation that started about a month ago. A little more than a month ago. A little more, and it was a uh, a suggestion on somebody's blog that we. Uh, What's her name? I want to get this. Jen. Uh oh. Jennifer McCright. McCright su suggested this name. And it has uh, started uh, a bit of a firestorm, I would say. Atheism plus. Yes. And uh, and of course, you have a, a completely different reason to not like the logo that we'll let you talk about. Um, but let but what this is, from what I can see, it is atheism. The definitive definition is simply the rejection of a belief in God. And so they want to add this plus to it for. Uh, Social justice um, is is one of the is one of the things that they put on there. So they want to take the tenets of uh, humanism and feminism and uh, a lot of other isms and add that to the conversation. I have another piece that I would, that I think has a little bit more. It's essentially atheism, uh, atheism plus social justice, atheism plus support for women's rights, rights, atheism plus we um, protest raci racism. Atheism plus we fight homophobia and transphobia. It's atheism plus we uh, use critical thinking and skepticism. So, oh, so, so skepticism is the other one that I didn't add in there. So they, they want to take all these other kind of little what, the, what they're calling kind of little pocket groups and take the tenets from them and then combine them into a place where it's to, to be a member of this, you have to be an atheist and then plus include all of these things. Does anybody understand it differently than I do? So I understand. Like what that's I understand. what they're saying. Okay. Well, we the can. The only the only thing I would say is is I think they are trying to be a little bit more inclusive. So there's not this you must thing. It's okay. it's the idea that they want to they want to stand for. They feel a lot of atheists do stand for these other things, but they kind of agree that you know the the dictionary definition of atheism is just simply a disbelief in God. There are no other connected values. Now you've heard me argue on this podcast basically since I got here that I believe that. Once you kind of come to the conclusion of no God, that there are other things that follow, like people write stuff like that. So I'm really on board with this. But I understand when other people say, no, that's not what atheism is about, because it is only about a disbelief in God. So they are trying to basically say, all right, that's fine. Dictionary is what the dictionary is, but we want to stand for more than that. Okay. And and that's that is my understanding as well. And it isn't. And and I don't mean to say that it's so rigid that you must include all of these things to be atheism plus. Um, but I think that that there is a certain amount of we wanted to include these types of things. Um, I mean, and generally, I think that this is true. I mean, most atheists 
are very much in support of gay rights. They do seem to go hand in hand, do they not? But that's I, again, the, I don't think it's completely universal. It's, it's not but, completely universal because there are atheists who still have actual issues with homosexuality. Right. There are atheists who have issues with uh, reproductive choice. Yes, and so what? So they want to, I think, separate themselves from some of those pockets. Right, which you could understand. I mean, I I, I still find it kind of mind-boggling. I know these people exist. I don't get them because they don't seem like the people who are traditionally anti-gay or against women's rights and stuff like that usually cling to something stupid like the Bible for their reasons, for their bigotry. I don't quite get the people who, without the Bible, still think they've got some kind of justification for their bigotry, but I acknowledge that they're there. I okay. mean, that that's a fact. You can be an atheist and be one of these things. I, I, I don't get it, but they're out there for sure. Okay. So I think, though, part of the controversy has sparked because it's like, well, okay, but we already essentially have this in humanism or secular humanism. Yes. Yeah, humanism. Um, the AHA likes, especially David now, who's president of the AHA currently, uses a very simple definition, which is it's atheism with progressive value. But would that, that would that exclude um, free thinkers who are still consider themselves agnostic and and have and and might still believe in some sort of theism? No, it doesn't really exclude them. Um, we um, allow anybody in who's on the journey. But so hold on a second, uh, Becky. Yeah. Are, are you saying that agnostics are just incomplete atheists? No, I don't know if I say they're incomplete. I think if people are on different, if if you think of it as a, uh, well, I want to use the like a like a line, like a timeline, although it's not time. And you have fundamentalist believers on one end and atheists on the far other end. Then along that line, you have various levels of belief and disbelief. And so humanists, we have said, without regard to mythology, without regard to the supernatural. So it's, it doesn't necessarily tell those people that, no, you, we wouldn't want to discount agnostic. Well, what about other theists? What about, um, I don't know, deists who just believe that there's something else out there, um, can they still – is humanism still compatible with that? It's, it's less and less compatible with it. There is still room for them at the table, but it's not um, a very significantly large percentage of the membership. Okay. I guess – There's room for them at the table, but they don't get the good meal. <laughs> Yeah, they do. They get the same meal every day. There you go. That's so humanism. Yeah, okay. So what is humanism? It's a life it's a life philosophy built on personal responsibility. And it's informed by um well, I guess maybe one of the current terms is natural consequences. Cam not coming up with the very clean definition. Let me get it for you. Okay, thank you. You know it encompasses me, is, a variety is, of hmm? To me, humanism is uh, it's a set of uh, philo philosophical stances where human beings are value, you know, and yes. the value of a human being is is put first and foremost. Uh, well, I don't know about even that, Michael, because 
if you say you're putting the human being first and foremost, you have to um, look a little bit beyond the individual to the collect and needs of yes. the plant because we do take positions on the environment. We take positions on stem cell research. We take positions on um, uh, aggression on um, just i mean there's i don't have the front of me so i can't remember them all but in the there, 70s there's definitely a mix of individual and collective uh values okay right. it's not an iron rand kind of thing. okay um here we have humanism encompasses a variety of non-theistic views atheism agnosticism rationalism naturalism secularism and so forth while adding the important element of a comprehensive worldview and set of ethical value values that are grounded in the philosophy of the enlightened informed by scientific knowledge and driven by a desire to meet the needs of people in the here and now um, to me you know people make the problems it's up to people to solve the problems the although i personally am an atheist um the the idea that someone else is going to some other power or being is going to solve the issues of the world is doesn't fly in humanism what about um how does it differ from secular humanism or does it i don't think it does okay so let me read this from the aha um, is not a religion okay um the secularhumanism.org, these are um, under their FAQ, they say secular humanism is a comprehensive, non-religious lifestyle incorporating um, a naturalistic philosophy, a cosmic outlook rooted in science, and a consequentialist ethics system. And it does sound like what you, how you're describing humanism is, is much those same tenets. Yes, it is. They're okay. very much the same. All right. So – let me bring this back to our Atheism Plus topic now. Is there anything in this Atheism Plus that, that they are proposing that is not compatible with humanism? I'll go back to that, but I don't think that there was when I okay. was reading that piece. Um, I did notice that there was one thing that we're very active in which is not listed, and that might be a differential position. That is, AHA is very involved in activism as far as church-state separation is concerned. And I don't see that in the things that are laid out for AT+. Okay. There's nothing about keeping religion out of the government. And I would suspect that from what I have heard other people talking about um, – uh, atheism plus that that could easily be incorporated because many well, I, of these people are secularists yeah i suspect yeah. i suspect that i just didn't see it one thing that i'm looking at this document yeah and another it, value that would naturally follow if you were an atheist is uh intactivism uh the uh stance that no one should be circumcised male or female and uh male intactivism is something that's normally associated with male rights activists which would normally be a polar opposite of the the feminists who were really the core of this atheism plus movement and we're we're having a conversation on the atheism plus forums right now to see if they will add intactivism to it because it's one of the first things that I think of as far as activism that would stem from being an atheist because there's no real reason to uh, mutilate a, a baby other than religion or uh, outdated uh, modes of thought about cleanliness or wanting your child to look like its daddy. Uh, those are all things that, you know, atheists are more likely to discard as reasons. So 
we're in we we've started the discussion on their forum to see if they'll add that to their platform which would really be uh different than the the mindset that people have about atheism plus that it's just a bunch of feminists who are trying to hijack the word mm -hmm. because if they can take intactivism then that shows that there there's uh more to it and i don't see anything incompatible with feminism and humanism oh of course not no Okay. No, we we have um, policy statements on feminism. We have policy statements on genital mutilation. Right there on the AHA website, you'll find the Feminist Caucus. It's one of the links right on the front page. Excellent. Okay. So then I mean, and if I can real quick, yeah, I, I, I certainly don't see atheism plus and humanism really having any kind of major disagreement. Like you said, they would be probably on the same page in most things. I, I haven't heard anything that one is like, oh, no, that's the reason that we're not like you. I think the only thing it comes down to is where the emphasis is. Uh, it sounds to me that the people who are really pro-atheism plus feel that humanism, and part of it is just because it's not in the word, just doesn't acknowledge atheism as kind of a central tenant, and they want to centralize it. But I, I think, you know, if we went down the list of values that are held in both camps, I think they'd be fairly – I can't imagine any one of them being like, oh, no, that's completely opposite of what we – My feeling was – oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Becky. No, go ahead, Brian. Go ahead. Um, I was going to say my feeling was that Atheism Plus felt that humanism was not hard enough on religion, that it was too soft and, and that it was um, – and that it didn't take a strong enough stance against it. Well, we do um, – we do sometimes collaborate with some of um, – some religious and semi-religious organization. If they are on the same page as we are on a particular issue and are willing to have a collaborative effort, willing to collaborate. I don't see us doing it with, you know, an evangelical group anytime soon. But it, it's a matter of um, cooperating with fellow travelers whenever you can. Yeah. And I so it's true. We're not as hard positioned as many atheists. If I can step out of my vice president of AHA position for a minute sure. and um, speak as a co-owner of Evolve Fish, we have years attended both atheist, skeptic, and humanist convention. And for the most part, we have found the, the basic personalities of people involved in the groups to be different. So that's, you know, I, I think it's just the people that are, um, you know, as Kimberly said, the people that are uh, more wedded to the shock value of atheism um, as opposed to humanists who are more, probably more wedded to the progressive values and along with being non-theistic. It's probably more of a tandem position in humanism than it is as a add-on position. Uh, that I'm seeing atheism plus, mm -hmm. and that so that was kind of the main difference I was seeing as well is that they they kind of wanted to go down um, a road that was less friendly to somebody who um, would be more on the deism perspective. Where to me, humanism was compatible with that because because um, at least they didn't believe that there was a supernatural entity that was going to take care of them and that was controlling everything. Right. And so and so that was the main that's that's one of the main things that I saw was a difference, but I really couldn't identify anything else. 
Yeah, well, we've talked about it before on, and that's one reason why I want to do the um, Dr. Pepper article first. The one thing I don't want to see happen within um, the atheist and humanist communities is to get to certain extreme levels. You know, we see that with, you know, like the Dr. Pepper thing, where the creationists get to these extreme levels. And sometimes when you see something like Atheist Plus starting up, can't help but wonder, are they trying to head that and go to a more extreme level than what we should be trying for? Well, when you say extreme, what, what, do, you, what do you mean? What's too extreme? Well, when they start... Um, you know, you're talking about how they want to start not being as nice. You know, to me, one of the things about atheism is we don't have to agree, but we can work together. And Atheist Plus seems to be trying to say, let's try not to work together as much as we and trying oh, to get more and more from trying to come to compromise and say we agree to disagree kind of thing. Well, that and seems that's... to be more the position of the Richard, the the article about Richard Carrier, where he wants to get rid of the dead weight. I don't think that's the position of the person that originally. Uh, originally came up with the atheism plus but yeah we need to that remember was my interpretation yeah we got to remember too that it's a that it's a, a young movement and yeah. so the the ultimate structure of it um is still to be determined yeah, so but that would be one concern so wherever it goes i hope whoever tries to head it up understands there are certain levels you shouldn't pass you know don't become the enemy you know, don't just become a mirror of the diehard extremist christian well but i mean I mean, where, where's that line? Is is that is that line um, at violence? Because nobody's nobody's suggesting violence. Yeah, the violence has crossed. But no, okay. They haven't. Yeah, I, I don't see. You know, I'm, it's well before that. It's it's part of an attitude. I mean, I don't agree with religion, but I'm not going out there in their faces telling them, "Hey, you're idiots." Well, but and, what about when somebody puts a cross up on public land? Is that a problem for you? Yeah, but that's a problem for a whole different thing. That's okay. unconstitutional. Yeah, oh, okay, agreed. Okay. That, you know, I, I'm not going up there trying to tell them that they're wrong because it's their religious beliefs. I'm up there telling them wrong, it, they're wrong because it doesn't believe belong in government land. Take it and put it on your own private land. I have no problem with it. Okay. And, you know, so. I can, I can also speak to the different uh, views that uh, different groups seem to have towards uh, theists being a part of their, their membership. Uh, Kimberly and I went down to the Grand Junction where they had the sec uh, Colorado Secular Conference, and it was uh, Secular Coalition for America that was running it. They, they made their first chapter here in Colorado, and there was a guy in the crowd that kept on asking questions after each speaker. He had a very heavy Jamaican accent, and he was a Christian. And when he saw Secular Humanist, he thought that that's something that he could be a part of. He's, he's always felt that way, that there should be a place where people of all faiths can come together and, and sit down at a table. The word secular for a lot of atheists seems to be conflated with atheism. And so they, they use secular as if it's an, an easier way of saying it. Right. This atheism plus group is trying to use the A word more because it's the, the more shocking word. And even here in Colorado Springs, we have the Freethinkers of Colorado Springs, which will host an event, maybe at a Unitarian Universalist church, you know, where Unitarian Universalists are, are very much all about uh, people of all faiths can come, even non-faiths can come to their building. But when you, I'll just quote uh, Nick Johansson from the Pike Speak Skeptic Society. He said, it's possible for a Christian to be a skeptic, but they're not very good at one of those, you know, and that's right. the kind of attitude you get from that group. So there's a, a, a wide range of groups between humanists and secularists and atheists and free thinkers that they they all seem to get conflated by a certain group of people where they think that it's just different ways to say the same thing but there really is a difference in the definitions of of the words right and i would say i, I was listening to the uh, godless bitches podcast the one prior to the conference 
uh, that, they, yes. that they put out. And I listened to that show, and one of the things that they were saying was that when they would go to humanist groups and stuff like that, that nobody wanted to talk about religion. They didn't, you know, they weren't, you know, they there wasn't that in. Or if they would go to skeptics groups, so like, well, we have some, you know, theists here, so so we, we try and keep religion out of it. And and so they and so they kind of talked about wanting a place where they could include all of those things freely. And it, it is an attitude thing. I mean, and, and we've we had a show on the different labels before, and we see it in in town too. The mile high skeptics don't tend to use the word atheist, but they seem to march right up to the line. Um, I'm a board member now of the Denver Humanists, and you know, I, it seems like almost every meeting I go to, there are people there who don't identify as atheists, but they identify as humanists. And if you really press them, they don't seem to believe in God. But they don't seem to like the term uh, atheist. And mm-hmm. I do get the sense that, you know, as as an organization, the humanists are kind of like, you know, there's kind of like, eh, all right, you know, whatever, as long as, you know, we're we, we have this common ground, we can all get along together and stuff like that. And I don't have a real problem with that. No. For me, there's a time and a place for all these different things. I mean, I understand what Ian was saying about not wanting to take on the uh, the attitudes or the strategies of the opponents. But I'm I'm a big proponent of, of that sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think you need everybody out there doing what they're comfortable with. And it's okay if some of us are attacking, you know, every in God we trust on every bill. I mean, if that's your thing, go for it. It doesn't preclude another group. Group with a similar mission, you know, working together with Christians to do some kind of a community project. You know, like there's there's different levels and there's different times, different calls for action. No. We've got the Free Thought Exchange with Jason that we've, you know, he used to be into the churches and, and that's the new name for it. You know, going out and trying to have conversations with Christians rather than have debates. Now, I, I'm a part of that group as well and I, I really enjoy it. Even though, for to some extent, it's completely opposite from what I generally do. Generally, right. I like debating them and showing them that they're wrong. That that's fun for me. Uh, I have a weird sense of humor, I guess. But um, but when I go to those things, I respect the rules. I respect how to work with those people and accomplish maybe a slightly different goal. So I know I'm speaking a lot here, but uh, just got a cross on it. I don't think the atheists would have the same response that Christians just had to the Dr. Pepper ad. No, we would. We, if you know, they, the reason we have a problem with Chick Fil A is because they're giving money to groups that are sponsoring direct hateful actions towards homosexuals. That's why I have problems with Chick Fil A. If Chick Fil A just did a Christian-based ad, I'd be like, okay, fine. Who cares? Well, and all that's okay too. I mean, it's okay for them to come out and say what they said, and it's okay for the for the reaction for people to be upset about it. That discourse <laughs> is is actually healthy the way that it has happened. Um, there's a lot of people that are unhappy, but it's been okay. If I don't want to see the atheist side, my side, the side I belong, overreact to certain things. You know, I, and how many companies put out Christian-based advertising during Christmas? Yeah. It doesn't affect me. I've never once protested and say, "Oh my God, that is so offensive." It's their right. And I don't want to see atheist groups, humanist groups, any groups like that go to that extreme. Now, that's kind of, you know, it's right. fine to debate um, Christians. It's fine to talk to them about it. It's fine to, you know, get it out there and disagree. But when you start showing that you're not you're not being rational anymore, it kills your side. And that's one thing I'm always afraid of when I see movements like us. Well, but I was going to say, you know, going back to, you know, the different groups, the, the, the skeptics group, and Kimberly, you're right, pro- most of them probably are atheists. But on the other hand, they just they just had a different agenda. Religion wasn't necessarily their agenda. Um, Rich Orman, of course, was very much into that. Um, but their agenda was more alternative medicine and other and other things that were that were damaging. And somebody needs to address those too. So it, it was okay to have the different groups 
that were involved in the different things and had different focuses. And I think actually that's healthy. Oh, I, I absolutely agree. I do, and I think that you should have some extremists out there. I realize Ian doesn't like them, and that's fine. You know, you don't don't do them. I don't have a problem with people yelling and screaming about Christian advertising and, and getting in people's faces and stuff like that. If that's what you want to do, I, I'm not going to tell you you can't express yourself that way. Do whatever you need to. But like I said, I'm, I also think that if you want to be a little more accommodating and say, okay, listen, we're all going to, at the end of the day, continue to disagree. Mm -hmm. But until then, we're going to accomplish this other goal together. I'm totally good with that, too. I mean, again, I I think these kind of movements always do very, very well with having some people being extremists and some people being a little bit lighter. Um, You know, Greta Christina talked about this in her speech about how that even kind of moves the middle, which can be really important in um, in getting progress in these kind of things. Mm. So I guess I just want to, I just want to make sure I'm, I'm clear. I don't have a problem with the way anyone's doing things. I do get that atheism plus the people there have looked at humanism and said, they're a little bit too light a touch mm-hmm. for my personality. Right. And, and I sympathize. I think that may be a piece of it, but I was watching, you know, in pairing for this, I watched several YouTube pieces um, and some listen to some podcasts and then a, a couple of other things came up, which I think are um, just putting back on my AHA hat, I would like to clarify. Uh, and that was that humanism um, is just for old people and that we're not welcoming of younger people. Uh, that's totally a misunderstanding because we do whatever we can imagine to do to bring our demographic a little bit in line with younger people. And we're getting there. Of course, we started off with most people being over 70. So it's um, it's a journey. Uh, the other thing is, um, I think people who have already identified as atheist and hold an atheist identity really strongly um, may not want to abandon that in order to use the term humanist. In the discussions on the AHA board, frequently have people saying, I use this term or I use that term, or more often, depending on the conversation I'm in, kind of like Kimberly was saying, wherever what you get a sense of what's appropriate, where you will get the most um, bang for your buck, use the terms almost interchangeably. So I, I think none of us have a huge issue with, with, with a, a group. Some some people are like, well, the, you're going to splinter the atheists and, and, and this kind of stuff. And I, I really didn't yeah. feel that way. Well, the groups are going to splinter anyways. I, I, I'm not too worried about that. Atheists are already somewhat splintered. And it's, you know, splintering is a natural thing. That's... That that's not bothering. I'm almost. Yeah, happy I think I think it's even positive. I'm sorry. Uh, one of you at a time. Um, Michael first, and then Kimberly. I I'm almost happy we're large enough to splinter. Yeah. No? Yeah, I would agree with that. And and like you say, I I think I I don't think the splintering that's happening here is necessarily like an exclusionary one. You know, again, somebody who's interested in a particular thing can go ahead and do and focus on that, and that's great. You know, focus if you if you want to focus on you know being. Uh, again, more of a um, hardcore person, like really going up against it. I, I think that's terrific. And if, you know, somebody else feels really strongly about going with a, I, and I don't mean softer as in passive or bad or anything like that, but a softer touch that kind of brings people to those same realizations and the same things in a different way, that's great too. And again, I, I've really been enjoying myself this past year 
playing this game of having all these different hats and stuff. You know, when I'm on here on the amateur skeptics, I'm pretty hardcore atheist. When I go to my humanist Colorado meeting, I'm a lot more talking about, well, what are we doing with this? How are we serving the community? How are we, you know, doing those kind of things? And then when I go to free thought exchange, I mean, I'm almost a completely different person again. I'm, I'm there to have a conversation and to let people know and find our commonalities and stuff like that. It's been terrific for me. It's a little schizophrenic, I admit, but it's been really terrific just learning all these different ways of approaching uh, the advancement of the same basic topic, but using tactics that are completely different, but to uh, Becky's point, appropriate for the situation. I think they all meld together great. Yeah, Greta Christina made the point, and it, and it did take a little while. I think it took three talks before she finally said, listen, if you're with us, you're with us. If you're not with us, you're not against us. If you're against us, you're against us. So only if you're against us are you against us. Otherwise, you know, we're we're, we're not against you if you don't want to come aboard. So... Yeah. yeah. So, so I guess for me, so the atheism plus thing is really interesting because I. Sorry, Becky. Oh, go ahead, Becky. Go ahead, Becky. You got so far. I wanted to hear what you were going to oh. say. <laughs> I was just gonna. I'm. I'm just curious. I. I. Are the atheist plus folk hoping to create their own piece of the atheist alliance, or are they hoping to move the atheist alliance? towards their tenets, their philosophy. Does anybody know? I I don't I'm not aware of that. Michael? I'm not aware of that either. And I've been on their forums. Um I don't even think they have a plan to join right now. And uh Greta Christina said uh at the Ascent of Atheism Convention that right now what Atheism Plus is is it's a forum where they can talk about their uh their values, you know, freely without uh, having trolls come in and, and spoil their day. Um, it's basically them still in, in a formative phase coming up with all these different social justice values that they want to stand for. So right now it's, it's their own independent thing. They're, they're not looking to, to, you know, to change anybody else's um, ideas or influence anybody else. They just want to do their own thing right at the moment. Mm -hmm. And it's a completely different world when you join their forums and talk to them versus the comments that I get on YouTube videos where it's largely negative and uh, really bashing every little thing about uh, the schism that, that perceive happening with them and uh, comparisons to other movements that really didn't get off uh, the ground like the brights. Well, let's move on to that because I think we're ready to move on to some of what those criticisms are. Um, and, and and unfortunately, I'm not prepared for those, but it sounds like you probably are. Oh, I am, yes. Well, let, 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 I mean, is, is there anything else to be said about this? I mean, it sounds like, to, to me, it, it sounds fine. I, I have no issue with this whatsoever. Um, okay. But my first criticism would be how Greta Christina uh, characterized the Atheism Plus website as being a safe haven for their values, which to me, the, the last value that they listed was skepticism. And I, I view skepticism as being like a shark tank. If there's something wrong, somebody should be on that right away. But this idea of a safe haven to me is like a protected idea safe space where that idea does not get criticism. Well, but uh, is that really what they wanted? I mean, uh, they, they've taken some criticism quite well, even on their website. They're like, these are some of the criticisms, and they're trying to address well, those. Prior to uh, this this move forming, the core that, that made it, Jennifer McCright and uh, Stephanie on Freethought Blogs, Greta Christina, those people uh, were all feminists, and 
they were very much against the MRA movement. And like I said about intactivism, it's, it's normally an, an MRA-associated value. And to, it, it's going to be, you know, something to see if they're, if they're going to be hardcore feminist as part of Ethan Plus, or can they actually take some values from other uh, movements and, and just basically take the carrion from every good thing and put it all into one movement, uh, you know, and not just be what they were associated with before. But here's and, the thing is that's always an unrealistic expectation, and, and it seems like when new groups do this, the reason that they do it is because they have all these other ideas that they want to try and incorporate and make this perfect thing, and that's never going to happen. That that kind of a, um, idealism is unrealistic. It's always – because sure. getting everybody to agree wholeheartedly on all of those things is, is never going to happen. So having some place where they can talk about that freely is a good thing. Okay. I, I would just hope that they, they keep in mind that skepticism is one of their values and that they should check themselves often and you, you know, to see if they, they aren't being even more exclusionary. Because right now I see them maybe only excluding 5% of the atheists out there that still have a lot of baggage of conservatism and uh, religious overtones in their lives. You know, it, they, their movement really does seem very inclusive to me. But I, I've seen both my comments on YouTube and what's on their forum, mm -hmm. which are two completely different worlds. If you go to Free Thought Blogs or Black Hag or the Atheism Plus forums, it, there, there's a lot of positive vibes there. But outside of that, there's a lot of negative. So are they different people, Michael? I mean, is it a yes. different segment that is being negative and um uh confrontational as opposed to the good feelings you get when you go on their their page yes and I, I think there's a difference between youtube viewers and redditors versus uh blog readers it's just a completely different uh personality that would join those things just like it's a different personality that joins a skeptics group versus an atheist group or a freethinker group or a secular humanist group right so do they have legitimate criticisms that aren't being dealt with? I would I would uh, give you what I think is my legit criticism. The first thing that I noticed was that uh, the logo that they chose for Atheism Plus uses the Out Campaign logo from, from Richard Dawkins' you know, Atheism Out Campaign. It uses that A and puts a plus sign on it. That is co-opting the Out Campaign. And very recently, uh, many of you have probably talked about Elevator Game. There has been a very huge division between some of the bloggers like Rebecca Watson and Greta Christina and and Jennifer McCright and the Dawkins Foundation. So they're actually taking from a foundation that they've just had a falling out with and using their logo and putting the plus sign on it. And it's basically saying that everyone who's part of that old, the old out campaign is atheism regular or atheism decaf, you know, because it's a plus sign. It says we are plus thing, you know. Um, also, Richard Dawkins Foundation had non-believers giving aid, which all already had the A plus symbol. They had a plus sign that looked like the Red Cross plus and the Atheism Out Campaign A. They've had, had that on a t-shirt for years. And so there's a bit of a, a trademark issue, but they, they don't trademark the Out Campaign A. It's actually a very common font that that A comes from. Okay, but... Even those criticisms to me seem superficial. Okay, fine. We find a new logo, um, and, yes, and but, maybe and, a different name. Well, well, it's also that they're they're taking atheism and itself, not just the A, not just the out campaign A, atheism itself, and adding their values to it. Okay. So it is it, it is a form of of co-op. It's just 
something that you you have to be able to look at the word co-op and say, is it a good thing that they're doing that or bad? And only 5% of, of people that I, I see in atheism are really going to disagree with what they're trying to do by cleaning up the word atheist. Because, um, you know, we, we've seen the Pew Research studies where uh, people are, are least likely to let their children marry atheists and not have a problem with, you know, atheist is a bad word. It's almost like the N word, you know, and it's one of those words that does to be dusted off and cleaned up if we're going to use it as our identifying word. So then you're not seeing a huge problem here either. Not really. Okay. And it being only a month old, they have time to change the logo multiple times. Mm -hmm. And when I made the argument initially that they were co-opting the out campaign A, I've actually heard the counter-argument that Dawkins co-opted atheism in general, that just the, the formation of his Dawkins Foundation and the Atheist a Out Campaign A was, in a, in a way, you know, branding something that had already existed, you know, and, and bringing his own values such as, uh, you know, giving to Doctors Without Borders and giving to the Red Cross, which are value. Sure. You know? Okay, so but, but since nobody... The counter-argument can... is that he did... You know, he was co-opting a couple years ago, and it wasn't bad then, so it's not all bad. It's just when you hear the word co-opting, it normally has a negative connotation. Okay, but you're always going to have some people who who disagree, right? Yes. Okay, so that's to be expected. I don't I, I don't have a huge problem. I mean, I, I mean, because they are saying, okay, atheism is this, but atheism plus is these things. Now, I understand that there may be... Um, I don't know, some issues with the logo. I'm not sure that I really like Atheism Plus, but I like what they're talking about. I, I've seen what I consider facepalm moments, like when Greta Christina asked, answered my question directly. She said they're not trying to change the definition of atheism. They're just trying to add things to it. And if you say that 10 times very quickly, you'll realize how facepalm worthy a statement like that is. But they're, you know, it's not all bad. It's It's a... It's an idea that's just very poorly worded. Okay. You know? They they are trying to leave atheism as just uh, a lack of credible evidence in the existence of a deity mm -hmm. and just add some values to it for their group. But okay. sometimes the the people that you know start things or the people that are at the forefront of things are not always the best spokesmen for it. Well, another document that I had put in here, and unfortunately I think it, it was down, other people couldn't get to it, was uh, was another gentleman talking about how they already associated atheism with, with gay rights and that people were already making those connections. Yes, and Beth Presswood had said, you already have these values. Why would you have a problem with associating them with atheism when the majority of us already have these values? We do, we do have to control the message. As atheists – we we do have to decide what we're going what we're going to take and what we're not. So we do have to control that message. And if we don't want atheism to be all of these other things, and as a and, and and if a majority of the community comes out for that, you know, we can control that message. Um, and I think that that I mean there there is something to be said for that. But if we all actually agree with most of these tenets, there's no reason to to fight it. We can make it better. Yeah, I agree. And I don't I, I don't know who are the really main detractors from it, because it does seem to be fairly standard stuff that, yeah, it, it would be tough to disagree with. Um, from what Michael's kind of said, and I haven't done the research online myself, I wouldn't be too surprised if there is that kind of certain type of 
person out there who objects so that it might be more like our tea party kind of stuff which you know a lot of people say and again i don't know if there's good research one way or the other that it's it's not a big group of people it is a small loud loud and obnoxious minority that you know believes in these things but your general human being doesn't and i think we do need to kind of call it out and say you know again if if you're an atheist and you're not pro-choice you should be the one defining yourself. Oh, I'm the kind of atheist who's not pro-choice. And allow the rest of us who all generally agree to be like, yeah, you're an atheist. Of course you're pro-choice. Well, you know, it, it should be the, the standard. And I think that sometimes we really kowtow to these minority groups because they're loud and obnoxious and just not worth fighting sometimes. You know, I, but I, would, I really do think they're the minority. Yeah, I would point it back to to another place where we have to control the message, and that's with – well, gay marriage. People are saying gay marriage, but yet we want to – but we really try to shift the, the focus towards marriage equality. And there's a reason that, that we've done that, um, and even though ultimately they mean the same thing, and some people might, might argue that it's a semantic difference, um, it, by, by making it marriage equality and saying it's because we're trying to equalize it for everybody, we are, we are saying, listen, this is our message, and this is how we want to present our message. And so those kinds of things do matter. Okay. I'm going to slip a word in edgewise here. Okay. Just one. Um, you guys have kind of been talking and talking. I'm kind of thinking that the problem with the Atheism Plus movement is the same problem with the atheism movement, is the same problem with any movement, any ism, Christianity, Protestantism, Catholicism, anything. And that's that you involve people in it. <laughs> I think that the the main method of secular humanism, which is that we need to be the best people we can be without dogma, without big eye in the sky telling us how to be. I think that that is, I think that's the most important thing. And I wish that people would just be better people. I wish people would just be the best people that they could possibly be. And I think that if they would be the best people they could possibly be, then we'd get some better ones along the way. But that's Sean, be- Sean, there there are people, and I have actually come in contact with them that have no internal compass. And so I think back to a young gal I met probably 15 years ago now, who when she found out that I was an atheist, she said, "Well, how do you know how to behave? How do you know what's right?" So there, and she was very genuine in that. She just didn't have any internal guidance. I know that's true. And I know there's a lot of people that. Yeah, and some of them are atheists. So it's it's important, I think, to have these um, these discussions and to have folks active saying these are the things that we can stand for and can act towards. even given the fact that we don't believe in the supernatural. To build... It doesn't doesn't go without saying that an atheist is going to have these values. I have run into the ones that do not. And I have as I have as well. I just and and I I struggle with it. I don't I don't know what to do with them. They you know they they just and and like uh who was it one of our articles had that um Richard Carrier I guess really kind of went off on this and I don't want to be that ex- but I kind of get what he's saying like it just seems so I don't know like it just doesn't follow logically for me to to have you know these kind of conservative social values in an atheist 
um, mindset. And like you say, I, I'm not I'm not denying that those people exist. Of course they do. I'm kind but, of feel like the Richard Carrier thing was him trying to co-opt a brand new movement and say, okay, well, this is what it really means. I'm not sure. That's I my thought. I'm, I'm saying that he's basically trying to co-opt something that somebody else came up with and say, okay, well, well, this is what I want it to mean, and this is this is where we're going with. It. Well, but uh, I didn't read okay. the, I didn't read all of his stuff. I just in the in the summary, it sounded more like he was just a really kind of extreme on who should get out kind of thing. Yeah. And I, I I don't know if I want to if again I want to go that extreme, but I I certainly understand the sentiment. You know, I mean, and I've said it before here. No one's gonna be too surprised if you've heard these podcasts before. I, I don't get the Anne Randy info, the objectivist. Like I realize that they're atheists and we have that in common. But it seems to end there because they seem to be, from the people I've talked to, very passionate. And that's not the way I choose to live my life. And again, you know, for me, it comes to a real natural kind of thing. Now, again, I'm not saying that they cannot believe what they believe. They absolutely are entitled to believe whatever they want to believe. Right. But I just think that they don't represent the majority of atheists out there. And I don't think that I should have to caveat so much the, oh, I'm one of those atheists, but I'm one of the compassionate ones. My argument is that the compassionate ones are the majority. The compassionless ones are a, a vocal minority. You know, one of the things is, and even talking about the Anrandian people, you know, um, that the, they have, they're they're building a community around that, and that is the importance of of, of these movements, the humanist movement, a atheism plus, and that is that people can build community around these around these movements, and churches are extremely good at this. They've been doing it for a very long time. And so having something and just saying that, well, I just wish people would be better humans. Well, that that sounds great on paper, but having something that people can look at and, and is tangible, that they can actually say, OK, these are what we believe. It is easier to build community around that than it is a nebulous. Let's just be better people. I've been getting by OK on the nebulous. Let's just be better people. OK, but that that works for you. Yep. But but then but no, but for many people. I mean, how are you organizing community around that, Mac? I believe that we were given one perfect being, follow the example of Optimus Prime. So, but the, but the problem is we want to build community because we know, looking at social studies, that community is good and it's good for all of us in some, to some level in some form. And I hope that these things help do that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I think community is huge. It's powerful. It's the way we're made. You can even, if, if you need this kind of thing, you could probably go back and fairly easily show that it's an evolutionary trait for survival. Human beings are here on the planet in the position we're in now because we have society, because we have community and we, we work together. The the whole is greater than the sum of the parts kind of thing. So I, I think it's totally great that it encourages community. And like you say, if, if somebody who otherwise doesn't fit into some community, you know, even finds the objectivism and it's just like i'm finally home you know good for them that's that's great right but it's but we see this all the time atheism plus and and humanism albeit very similar um might have slightly different tenets and one might work better for another person that works for another i mean if for the protestant ch church doesn't work for me i can go to um a catholic church and right. if that doesn't work for me, I can find some other um, derivative of Christian that works for me. So they they're already doing exactly what we're doing here. Is that they've already they've already taken their 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 basic tenets, but yet everybody has something that they want to add or change to it, and they created a new church out of it. So we we have the same thing happening now in the atheism community. 
And I know that not everybody likes it, but in a lot of ways, I see this as healthy. Well, the more the more organizations you have out there, the potential greater reach you have. We have so many people out there who are not aware. And to have Atheism Plus and Atheist Alliance, American Humanist, Account Secularism, and American Atheist, and whoever I've forgotten, forgive me. Um, but they all have a reach. And they are able to touch more people because there are more of them. Mm -hmm. Does that make any sense? Is that coherent? Yeah. I, and I think that that wraps up the point that I was making I, very well, in fact. Yeah, like I said, I, and, and to just kind of maybe bring the whole thing together, at least from my point of view, is I think Atheism Plus sounds fine. Um, you know, I, I certainly don't think they should be dogged for what they're doing at all. I think it's an interesting twist on things. At the same time, I am going to continue to identify more as a humanist and put my, my personal efforts into promoting that because that's that's what I like. So I'm not I'm certainly not going to do anything to put Atheism Plus down. If it had found me at a different point in my life, I could definitely see myself really kind of getting on board with it. But for me, it it's not I don't want to split myself in too many different directions. I already do a lot of that. So for me, I, I just have yet to hear the whole like and this is why I'm going to give up my connection to humanism for Atheism Plus. I'm not hearing it, but anybody else who wants to pursue it, I I absolutely wish them the best. I think it's a great a great thing and you know to the points we talked about with splintering i don't think that's a huge problem i think that's natural evolution of groups yeah i don't i don't see humanists like like you said kimberly i don't see them leaving humanism to become atheist plus mm -hmm. but i i do see um atheists who hold these compassionate values um finding this maybe as a comfortable home which offers yeah. more um more solace to them than just the term atheist. Mm -hmm. And I would hope that down the road, they'll find even more solace in humanism. Yeah. But wherever they, wherever they find the thing that works for them. That's... Right. right. Yeah. I think to all of our points to, to where you feel comfortable, where you feel connected to your community, where you can, um, you know, I, I think we kind of brought up a little bit of the point of you, again, as human beings, we work better in groups. We're more powerful in groups. We get things done in groups. And um, yeah, so I, I, I'm I'm totally with you on that. I I think I think there's nothing to be feared here. I think it's an interesting new idea. So all right. So does anybody have a uh, um, a reason that they don't think that they should do this? Is there an objection anywhere here? I don't have any objections that can't be easily remedied by them, and probably will be over the next few months. Yeah. All right. Can I ask? I wanted to ask another question about humanism, um, and and that's the Humanist Manifesto. Can you tell me more about the um, the evolution of that, Becky? Well, there have been so many of them. Each one trying to come closer to current, if that makes any sense to you. I think the first one was what nineteen forty three or thirty three or something like that. Actually, you had a great link, and I'm. First one is 1933. Yeah, 1933 was, where, is that on the Rationally Speaking link? Is that where you? Yes. And the second one was 1973. So it was 40 years before they made any revisions to it. Yeah. Well, you know, humanism came largely somewhat out of the Unitarian movement. It was a bunch of Unitarian ministers who were non-believers and wanted to, wanted to create 
actually, I think they tried to create it within the Unitarian movement, and it held there for a while. And then they were kind of forced to step outside um, Unitarian churches. And so the manifestos were what they believed. We've come now to the time where we just use aspirations, values, I think. So I feel very negligent that I can't put my finger on this. Just give me a second to, to find them. It was on one of your really wonderful links that you just sent me. I think it came up. It's not there. Anyway, we're, we keep trying to make it shorter and more concise so that it isn't overwhelming people who are become so used to the sound bites. Sure. And it's, um, that's why we've had, you know, modernization. I think the first humanist manifesto was many pages long and we're down to actually we're down to a business card wow but the background is all there so it takes a little bit more looking to get into the depth of it but it was um you know we wanted to get to the elevator speech we could explain it to someone quickly so that they would understand that we were um pretty much without god and compassionate ethnic beings and there, there's a lot of thought process that goes behind the position, a lot of arguing and uh, discussion. Darn, I'm distracted. I'm trying to find this. Anyway, um, there is a lot of real hard research that goes into coming up with our positions, uh, say the Middle East and things like that. And those are all in... Um, in background material, not so much in the manifesto. And mm -hmm. The original manifesto pretty much laid everything out there. So it was that, a starting document. Yeah, well, it was a starting document, but it was, and I guess maybe because of that, it had to deeper. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, you come to things that are more current. Uh, stem cell research was not an issue. Global warming, global climate change, whatever you refer to it as, was not an issue. Um, those were things that are, that are more current um, and we, we came close to saying that feminism was no longer a necessary issue because by definition, if we're a humanist, we were a feminist. However, politics of late have, um, have shown that we can't make that assumption. The world has not moved as far as we had thought it had. Mm -hmm. So and that, and that's fine. I, I, I appreciate that. So, but no. When we were talking, you told me that some of this was difficult because you just live it. So what does yeah. that mean? What does it mean just to live it? Oh, it, it's so it, – it's not anything that I do conscious. Well, sometimes I do it consciously. When I'm driving, that is my best example. I once in a presentation at a conference that when I'm driving and I have my little happy humanist on the back of my car. Mm-hmm. I have my other progressive bumper stickers on the back of my car. I tend to be a far more courteous driver. I don't um, uh, do nasty gestures at people. I am a gentler driver hmm. because I want that um, experience for the people who are driving next to them to look over. And if they notice who, what I represent, I want those things to be reflected in my actions. Earlier in this call, uh, Rebecca was saying, let me take this hat off for a while. And then she said, let me put my AHA hat back on. That's another reflection of that. When she is representing humanists, she is that uh, model person. You know. Well, as model as I can be, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> 
I still scream at the radio sometimes when there's crazy people on it. Well, um, but that I guess that isn't really necessarily against humanism, right? I mean, that's a very human thing. I mean, to get upset oh, about yeah. something, and I mean, that's. But um, there's always there's there's very much the desire to to get the message through that. Okay, here's another example. When when I was shopping in Best Buy the other day with Gary, and we were um, looking at computers, and I was talking to this other sales guy on the side, and Tani's iPod had broken, and I was talking about where can I get a, this thing fixed. And he mentioned that he had a friend who had a business that repaired iPods, and the guy was very reasonable, and he was very fair. He was a good Christian. My experience with Christians in Colorado is that when someone says they're a good Christian, I run as fast as I can the other direction. That is not the experience that I want people to have when they say they've been dealing with Becky Hale, she's a humanist. I want them to say, oh, I know I can trust her. I know what she tells me is valid. Um, she might disagree with me, but she's going to be ethical in the way that she disagrees. So kind of in the same way that when would that we want – that Christians want um, to be able to say, well, of course I'm all these things. I'm a Christian. Humanism is kind of, kind of adopting that same thing is that, well, of course I'm ethical. I'm a humanist. Yes. Is that fair? Um, yeah, that's fair. All right. Well, thank you very and much. I'll tell oh. you another thing with, from my Evolve Fish experience is that if you go back to my little continuum of religion, when you're on the far extreme with the atheist, with the humanist, and I would presume with the atheist plus folks, we can leave our tables up, we can leave jewelry out, we can walk away from the table, and we really don't have an issue with theft, with picking things up and walking away. When on the occasion where we have gone to um, a community event or um, we even went to a couple of semi-religious events, we have to watch very carefully because merchandise walks away. It doesn't well, walk away. Well, there's a reason for that, Becky. What is that? There's a reason for that. What, when you're dealing with uh, When you're dealing with Christians, they've got somebody to forgive them. Exactly. Yeah. And nobody to give up. We have to live with ourselves, or uh, with our actions. You know, as much as I, I, I actually really like Max's point, it is it's some, a sad point. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. not not the way I feel things should be. But right. but is does this? I, I it seems very ideal. It, does some of it have to do with the with the small community, and that if it was the majority community, that maybe it might not be the same. I think so. I, 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 yeah, am I, yeah. I don't know. It's nice that we have that right now. Yeah. I think also that's might be why we're starting to have the, these other issues in all of the organizations that these uh, everybody's coming up with a policy on how to deal with members of the opposite gender. Yeah. It's, and what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. Those are things when we were much smaller, we never had to worry about. If somebody was a jerk, it got out real quick and was dealt with. So it's growing pains. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I uh, well, <laughs> well, you know, there's always a big difference between what we like and what we want and what reality <laughs> dictates. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, now, is there is there anything else? Because uh, we, we're, we're, I think we're at an, an hour. Oh, we're we're over an we're hour. over an hour. Way over an hour. Oh, yeah. Way over an hour. Well, we did a lot of talking first. Is there anything else that that that, that you'd like to say before we, before we end the show? I'd like to say that uh, if you like what you see in Atheism Plus, check out AHA. 
checking out some of the other existing places that they don't have the, the controversy of, of whether or not they're going to be divisive because they have a track record of not being divisive. Okay. And you can, you, okay, what you, point. you can get a free online membership at the AHA. Okay. And come to the meetings. Um, you know, like I've mentioned, the HOC monthly meetings, they're really open, lots of great topics and conversations going on. You don't have to join quiet, just to show up. Uh, what was that, Becky? I said we're sounding very quiet. Are we done? Oh, uh, we yeah. We're, I think we are. Um, yeah. That's why I, I just wanted to give you the the last word. If you had anything else. Oh no, I would just get on my pitch for AHA. But <laughs> Michael did that. He so did I'll that. He did a very good job at that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Um, our next show is going to be pop culture reflections and influence social change. Mac, what what is this going to be about? It's going to be about pop culture. About pop culture. And how it's, and how it's affected social change. <laughs> okay. Well, very good. So uh, we'll be looking sort of for self-explanatory, really. Oh, uh, well, I'm, okay. <laughs> very good. <laughs> All right. Say good night, everybody. Good night. Good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Amateur Skeptics Podcast. For more information about the Amateur Skeptics, go to AmateurSkeptics.com. To send us feedback, suggestions, or big flaming insults, feel free to contact us at WTF at AmateurSkeptics.com. Other contact information can be found on our website. You can leave a voicemail for the Amateur Skeptics podcast at 720-295-7785. Music for this podcast was provided by OFM. To find out more about OFM, go to myspace.com forward slash OFMHQ. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons No Derivatives 3.5 license. Thank you for listening to the Amateur Skeptics podcast. Amateur Skeptics website, Facebook, and podcast album art is provided by and copyright Shadow Knight Digital Portraiture. Larger prints or custom pieces are available upon request.